step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest stuff. The Ingenuity Show. Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. I'm Mr. Pold. I'm St. Jimmy. I'm D. Vitty. I'm Master Zed. And I'm Brian. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Finally, someone's Brian. Yay! Time. We've, We've had been... a dearth of Brian's lately. We've been trying to get him on the show for at least a year. <laughs> I'm I'm happy to fill in uh, the Brian quota for the show. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I couldn't be here sooner, but uh, I have I have missed you guys. I, I just you guys do too many podcasts. I can't keep up. Uh, three years <laughs> my limit. So I had to wait for 2021, and now my schedule's wide open. Nice. Excellent. Our fake sponsor this week is the 3D Linter. Make cool stuff with your dryer detritus. Can you use belly button lint also? Does that also work? Yep. Sweet. I got more of that. I think that technically starts in your dryer, though. Does it? Right? Oh. I don't know. All I know is collecting lint that's left on your clothes. Does it correspond to the color of the shirt you're wearing? No, it's always blue. Hmm. I wonder if you get belly button lint if you never wear a shirt. <laughs> they can get other Depends things how wrong many there. cheap you're uh, hugging, I guess. <laughs> uh, all of them. Okay. That's weird. They're so cuddly. Are they, though? They usually, like... Their hair is covered with like straw and dirt and stuff. It <laughs> depends on who's been taking care of them, I guess. That's true. I wash my sheep weekly. <laughs> Isn't it's really easy. Of... It's number of sheep I wash times zero. <laughs> <laughs> Should you track that on an Excel spreadsheet? You just have <laughs> nope, zero again. Yep. <laughs> I check it's it every week. Going. Yeah. Well, I'll put that on my bucket list as soon as I clean one. Uh, <laughs> so I was out of town last weekend. 
last what? week. You were? That's why I wasn't on the show. Oh, that's great. Uh, we went down home for a, my wife's family event, so it was good. We got to hang out with mom on Friday. We went, drove out into the woods to scope out a spot we're going camping next weekend. Oh, is and for my weekend? birthday. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> Did I time travel? <laughs> no, we scoped out the uh, gotcha. the western, no, the eastern route in there, because I really wanted to see if mom and our sister could make it in their vehicles. I think they can. Well, we made it there in mom's vehicle, so. Did they have to cross the water? Um, you can actually camp on either side. Oh, okay. Um. But I think they could cross the water. At least mom could. We well, didn't have no tr- We could pull our sister's car across. Build a raft. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my I dropped from the call for a minute. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was t- telling a story, and I was like, "Wow, they're really responsive and not interjecting at all." <laughs> That's okay. One time we had Brand on the show. He got dropped from the call, and we just didn't notice for like 20 minutes because we were just going on. Wait, is he still there? He's there. I see his picture. Oh. Hello. Um. Anyways, <laughs> we didn't attempt the crossing in Mom's vehicle because we didn't have any way to recover if it got stuck. <laughs> you just but, um, into it. Just drive downstream until you find a spot. Yeah, I think she could do it. But yeah, we're going out their memorial weekend to to actually camp and to check out the western access cool um so i i the reason we didn't take our pickup is because the air conditioner stopped working again so i don't think you need to say again anymore you just need to tell us that (laughs) i'll tell you when it is working you should put them right now Mini split in. Just put the condenser outside. Get a window or the... conditioner flows in the converter. Yeah. Well, so the fuse that goes to the condenser's clutch, it's a 10 amp fuse, was blown. Let's just put a bigger fuse in. Can you hook it to the other but... clutch for your transmission? Maybe that'd be. So the bigger fuse I put in, it lasted about. 15 minutes and then we could smell melting stuff <laughs> and then it stopped working and you oh, figured out remembered why fuses are sized the, the way they are yeah <laughs> just well, bypass the fuse so <laughs> it'll find the short here's what i did actually it was all the smoke <laughs> i actually took the fuse box out of the truck completely oh yeah yes. hardwire everything i Disconnected all of the connectors going to it, unscrewed it, and took it into the house and took it apart. And I could see on the circuit board the melted uh, path, Mm. but it was only partially visible because there were all these plastic pieces with additional (laughs) metal strips and plugs. So I had to pry... I think there were four or five of these things out and it's where all the pin connectors for all the plugs go through the fuse box. 
I pried them all apart, got them out, and then I soldered the melted connection and checked it and made sure I had continuity and it wasn't shorted to the adjacent ones and it it was fine. So then I had to put those things back in and you're lining up holes in it with holes for pins that are coming from underneath and above. And I got the last one in and I realized I, I had a piece of metal, a metal strip with a couple tabs on it that I hadn't gotten in. Uh-huh. So I had to pull it back apart, figure uh-huh. out where that one went and put it back and I got it most of the way back together and I moved it and there was another one underneath. So I pulled it all back off, figure out where that one went, and I got it all back together and put it back in the truck, reconnected everything, and everything works fine. Wow. But I still had to figure out why the fuse was blowing because it shouldn't be drawing more than 10 amps, but it was drawing more than... Do you have another short somewhere else? So likely, yeah. I just checked everywhere and finally got to the plug actually at the condenser and unplugged it. And seemed like there was an intermittent short there, but the wires coming out of the plug were like bent harshly over ninety degrees. So I kind of just like pulled them a little straighter and separated them, and it's been working ever since. So I think it's just the wires right at the connector. So for now it's working and it's got a 10 amp fuse back in it. So I guess we'll see. Keep your circuit board from melting again. Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to go with the oversized. (laughs) It's crazy that that wouldn't, because there's other circuits in there that are higher amperage. It's crazy that that one really can't That's handle. the one you want to have work the most, so. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, truck runs. So we had to take apart some, I took apart something multiple times also. Not probably as crazy as what you did, but the back porch light of our house. Mm-hmm. Um, we were wiring up, like, backyard lights. We strung some lights on wires across from the eaves to the fence. Mm-hmm. And while we are doing that, Somebody messed with the light that was attached to the house Somebody. back there. It wasn't me. <laughs> but because they messed with it, it was like hanging off part way. So I went to look at it and they had attached it into the electrical panel with a wood screw. <laughs> so when you pull the light off, there's uh, two metal clips that can turn against each other. And one of them hooks into the house and one of them, there's a screw that goes the other direction that pops out the faceplate of the light, and then you put these little round mm-hmm. uh, basically yeah. secured on there. Well, to secure it to the house, they just put one long wood screw into this machine screw slot or hole, <laughs> which doesn't work. Well, it was working, I guess, because it was up there for a while. And then I, wouldn't, I couldn't get the wood screw to go back in, so it ended up just hanging by its wires for a week <laughs> before I could get to it. Um, but I finally went to the store and I was like, okay, what size machine screw? They didn't just have any of that size. So I went down the aisle where they have the actual, um, electrical boxes and found one that had screws attached, pulled that out or looked at the packaging and it told me what size (laughs) machine screw to get. So I went and got two of those and estimated the length. Um, so one of them worked great. The other side was all stripped out. 
Because um, it had a wood screw in it? No, it was the other side. Oh. That's why it didn't have a screw at all, probably. because oh, they, they probably had two wood screws. Right, no, it failed. <laughs> but luckily I had another machine screw that was larger that I could get with my uh, drill. I could get it to go into the other side hole. But then trying to get the right... They had also, also wrong screws coming out the other direction. <laughs> of course. Um, because they're, to make it flat with the house, because we have like angled siding... They put this wood block in there, which spaced it out away from the house. So the screws they had didn't work. Just probably had that really long wood screw in there. It was all <laughs> messed up. But luckily, I, I went through my drawer of machine screws that I just organized um, and found some that I got from um, towel racks at Grandma's house. <laughs> so I like the towel racks. They're like really cool Art Deco looking. And... There was like a threaded insert that was pounded into the wall that their machine screws held them on. Mm. And two of those machine screws, well, I tried the longer ones first, and they were too long. So a little nut bottomed out before it fit. But then I grabbed two other ones, and they worked perfect. Mm. So this light's finally fixed. And the more I dig into my house, the more I realize the person that flipped it did a horrible job. They didn't know what they're doing. Um, not impressed. <laughs> yeah, too bad it wasn't vanilla ice. Yeah, I know, and I could have had all kinds of bling. So we had a did a big truck project last weekend. Ooh, save it for the we, truck project. So, oh, just oh. <laughs> well, so I'll do the abbreviated version. A couple weeks ago, so we got new truck, higher gear ratio, differentials last fall but we we're having engine issues so we haven't really driven the truck very much since we got the gears installed like christmas time so i put it in four-wheel drive for the first time and terrible noise came from underneath so took it out of four-wheel drive pulled the cat parts out oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so i looked underneath and there was a part of one of the seals between the hub and the axle. Oh, like a harbor just... seal? Yeah, oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where were you driving? <laughs> just hanging there, flopping around. <laughs> so we got the new seals, and I've taken the axles out and put replaced those seals before. But the shop that did the differential stuff had asked if I wanted those seals replaced, and I was like, well, if you can take them out and put them back in without damaging them, reuse them. Otherwise, go ahead and replace them. I don't mind paying if they need replaced, do it. And the guy seemed like he was trying at least twice as hard to save me money as I was. Because <laughs> I was like, I just want it fixed. I don't really care how much it costs. I just want it to be fixed. And he was like, oh, we'll do this. And yeah, I'll, I'll charge you for this, but I won't charge you for this other thing. And I'm like, just get it done correctly. Well, those seals were trashed. I started looking at them and I could see like punch marks in it. Were they kissed from a rose brand? <laughs> <laughs> so the there's no, there's just a snap ring on the outside of the axle that holds it in place. So once on the in the hub, once you take that out, you can just pull the axle out of the all the way out of the differential. 
which we've done a dozen times in the past. So we do everything, go to slide the axles out, and they get like five inches from the end and won't come out the rest of the way. And I'm like, I don't have a clue why. (laughs) And there's another seal on the end of the axle tube that's pressed in. So I end up having to one side with the short, the differentials offset. So once I could put a pry bar on the axle and pry it out and there was part of the inner axle seal that's pressed in from the differential side on the end of it. Then you found and a leopard seal in there. Oh. Came off the was longer axle side. slashed at all? <laughs> <laughs> The other longer side I couldn't get, and so I ended up having to destructively remove the seal and the axle. Um, and it had the same thing; it had a piece of half of the inner axle seal on it, like jammed on it. And so we ended up having to buy a bunch of parts, and we had to pull the differential carrier out, which it's like a preloaded assembly when it's in there so you can get a special tool that actually press or pulls the differential casing apart to give you clearance to put it in and out which I don't have so we use some pry bars to pry it out had to buy a special tool to press these seals into the axle tubes and then I had to use a big dead blow hammer to pound the differential back in and then That'll we put the axles it. in, and it's supposed to just slide through these seals without any issue. So just don't get a Deadpool hammer on accident. It just sits there and makes fun <laughs> of you the entire time. <laughs> but uh, it went. I think then, it fit well in the show. We put it back together, and all the seals looked good and everything. And it is still making a weird noise. Kind of. It increases with velocity. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> but it's only. It's I don't know. It's kind of weird. So, but I don't trust the shop that did it. <laughs> weird. I don't haven't decided if I want to take it back to them and say, "Hey, fix this is this thing you fix did. this thing," but I don't want you to destroy all the seals on your way to doing that again. Because they, the only way they could have gotten those seals, I had to take a chisel to cut them off the inner axle seals. So wow. to get the axles installed, they had to have driven them onto, like, through those seals. Yeah, it was definitely a press fit. And they used wood screws? <laughs> that seemed like I was, I wouldn't have been surprised. But I haven't decided if I want them to do it or if I'm going to just try to find a different shop um, to check this guy's work. Well, second opinion. So, I Brian, do you, have any, do you have any car vehicle things? <laughs> um, no, I I mean, I owned a, an old pickup truck until uh, about a year ago. It was a 96 GMC Sierra, and I... Ooh. Did some very minor minor work on it in my time. That was that was the cool thing about having a truck. Well, number one cool thing was people always wanted to help 
uh, help moving. So I was <laughs> glad to pitch in on that. Like, oh, you bought a sofa on Craigslist. Let me come over to the stranger's house and help you. And then, uh, you know, it was like little things breaking all the time. So I'm like, oh, I know how to change the, the tail light on this thing now. Or, you know, uh, just real, real minor stuff. I'm not a real uh, mechanical guy, but uh, <laughs> I do I do miss the old pickup. I'm thinking about trading in the uh, the Nissan Sentra for another old pickup, but older this time, maybe the 70s. <laughs> yeah, I've got a 1999 GMC Sierra truck right now. Are so. you are you happy with it? I, I yeah. like mine. Yeah, I like it. So the upshot, one upshot of all my truck woes, because our three-hour project ended up taking like two days, two and a half days, Ooh. is I made a new friend. Aww. We, uh, our friends were staying with their neighbor came over on Saturday because we helped our friends do. We had ten cubic yards of mulch delivered Whoa. and distributed that around there. It's another head. thing that you do with trucks. <laughs> yeah. Luckily we didn't have to pick it up. Oh. They delivered it. We just had to wheel shovel it and wheelbarrow it. Um which was pretty quick. But I was chatting with the guy, the neighbor, and he was like, Oh yeah, I used to have a Jeep. I love working on trucks and we started talking trucks. And so then Sunday we were working on the truck and he drove by and stopped in the street and was like, Hey, how's it going? And we're like, not very well. <laughs> He's like, Oh crap. He's like, well, we're running to the store. I'll come over after we get back. So he brought a little red wagon full of tools. Cause we also don't have all of our tools either. Cause they're in our storage unit. Yeah. So he brought his little red wagon up to the house and, um, got under and helped us wrench <laughs> on it for a couple hours. Which was nice. Cool. Well, my 3D printer got some work this last weekend. Oh, what are you printing? So, um, the first thing I printed was a trumpet stand so that I can have the trumpet out. Where is that going, box. the truck? It doesn't have anything to do with the truck. Oh. <laughs> you hook up an air compressor and then you can play it like an yeah. air horn. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, you, you know, there's got to be like lip vibrations to make it actually make a good sound. See, anyway, it doesn't have to be a good sound. <laughs> you can make a rubber cell into an orifice that makes. <laughs> so I found I wasn't playing my trumpet as much because it's in its case and I have to mm. get the case out and everything. I figured if it's just sitting there, I can pick it up and play it anytime. And That's why my, I don't play your trumpet. My family loves it. <laughs> you should get a trumpet lanyard. Where you just wear it around your neck all the time. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> like, I'm going to play Reveille. You guys ready? Oh. <laughs> Four o'clock in the morning. 4 a.m. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a morning person. Yeah, I, I would appreciate it when you call me and do it to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keep it next to the bed, you know, just. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> in case I can't sleep, I make sure no one else can either. <laughs> so it printed in three different parts. I actually had to print the legs twice because the first time I, well, the first time I printed them all together and I had a, like a raft underneath, but they, when it printed, they were so tightly adhered to the raft that they, I had to like cut the, um, pieces off of it and then they wouldn't fit into the mating thing. So I printed them without a raft the next time and it worked great. And then the second thing, um, 
we got this wooden pizza cutter board that's Ooh. got um, grooves in it for one of those long oh yeah rocker um, ones rocker cutter things well the it was always just like sitting on the counter and we try to prop it up against the wall and just Roll it away. was rounds so yeah it's <laughs> so i it's decided i i needed to have a stand for it to sit in oh. and i couldn't find any on the thingiverse thing so i'm like oh i'll just design my own so i went into solid edge and designed well first on paper i wanted to make sure it wouldn't tip over when i put the wooden uh, piece in there uh-huh. and so i kind of sketched it out on paper to see what angle i should have it at and everything and then i put it in the cad and figured out that i needed to make the base a little bit bigger and then printed it out and it works great cool so i I'm used pretty... my printer oh what'd you print week? Well, my daughter's doing a project on windmill. Oh. So I printed, well, we together designed a little windmill we could print in solid edge and then with three three different blade configurations and a base and an axle and stuff. That's and cool. then we, uh, we printed them. So it was fun. on our show it's our guest it's someone in the know can't you tell that they're very bright so settle in and just enjoy the night it's our guest hope they feel at home i can't wait i hope i'm not alone let's talk with this superstar we'll find out what kind of nerd they are what kind of nerd are you 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 all right so let's get to know our guest here brian he's on mute (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh sorry guys i i don't know if it's picking up but my uh my dog is sleeping next to me, and she is oh. quite the snorer, so I'm afraid <laughs> oh. of, of the I just of the assume that's cold. <laughs> yeah, just assume it's me. <laughs> uh, so, um, just for a little background, I have recently watched the first two seasons of Lost again. Ooh. Lost the ABC uh, drama, I guess it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, we, you know, needed a guest, so I thought of Brian, of course, and I thought maybe we could talk about Lost. I thought it was ah. science fiction. Science fiction, adventure, drama. It's oh, the beauty of Lost. It was everything. It was the yeah. ultimate show. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a parody. <laughs> so there were elements of parody in there. They had expose. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. So Brian, why would we have? Why would we? think of lost when we think of you <laughs> well uh first of all i'm honored that uh when you thought of having a lost guest on the show i was i'm assuming 
maybe the third person to come to mind after Chris <laughs> turned you down and <laughs> uh, maybe Jorge Garcia. But then I, I'm number three. Um, I, I co-hosted a lost podcast for uh, many, many years. Most of the run of the show with uh, uh, Chris. Uh, so we were not, not, not the most notable podcast, but um, you know, we were one of many, there was a booming podcast community around the show. Yeah, I was an avid listener. In fact, I think yours was the first podcast I listened to every week. No, I th- I'm honored, sir. <laughs> and you had me as a guest on your show, which you know helped too. So, yeah, that was fun. That was always great having uh, the listeners on the show and having that extra level of interaction. And you know, it, I, I'm still good friends with a lot of the people I met through the podcast today. Um, you know, Ben who does the happy cast with me. We were just out in Arkansas uh, attending his sister's wedding like two weeks ago. So is that, is that Ben Linus? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I, I keep thinking it is, but he denies it. But one of these days I'm going to get him to admit it. <laughs> you just need Saeed to torture him, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So what should we talk about? <laughs> Well, well I, let's talk about like how how does it hold up? Because my personal okay. experience is the the finale aired, and I haven't gone back much since then uh, for two reasons. One, um, even though it was very controversial at the time and still today, I, I love the finale and felt this very um, th- this cathartic feeling, like I got a, a mint sense of closure. And then the the more time has passed, I'm afraid to go back because it looms <laughs> so large in my life. Like, oh, what if it doesn't hold up? What if it's not as good as it is in my mind? So, okay, I'll give you the thoughts I have since I recently finished the first two seasons of it. Um, I've been watching with my with my wife and Little Pulled. Um, one thing I noticed about Lost is they really like to um, like play the old switcheroo on you. Like, they make you think something's happening, and then something totally different happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I noticed that they do that Just a lot. Like this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of some specific um, instances that come to mind, but... Well, the big one, I mean, they... Like, the deeper you get into the show, they employ that trick uh, really effectively without um, any kind of detail. Just like the season three finale is the ultimate... Uh, example in my mind like oh oh you thought it was one thing but really it's this other thing yeah like well the, the whole thing with the others it's like you know they make them sound like they're the, these uh barefoot hillbillies that are just out in the jungle you know and <laughs> and then they find you know the uh fake mustache or fake beard in the you know costume glue and stuff <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so yeah. Um, the other thing is, it does hold up. I mean, it's still very entertaining to watch. Um, I find myself drifting a little bit during the flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is kind of cool trying to because i don't remember every single aspect about the show but i do remember more than i give myself credit for do you find your characters you like change at all um so my favorite character was Locke. 
but you know he's got some issues. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's got a lot of issues. Uh, one of my other favorite characters was Echo. Um, I don't know he's doesn't have as many issues as Locke does, but there's a lot of times you're like, come on, <laughs> don't be so, you know, <laughs> don't let Ben Linus, you know, push your buttons so much, and don't let Jack push <laughs> you around and all this yeah. kind of stuff. But so, do um, we need to figure out which character we would be if we were lost? <laughs> Um, We'd all be the engineer, wouldn't we? And we've escaped the island on a raft. <laughs> well, we would have so started we... by making coconut radios. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I would just yeah. use them for making horse noises running around the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have been another. <laughs> uh, you would have been the pilot. Oh, oh, eaten by a monster. <laughs> you would have eaten right away. No, you got to be one of the main characters because you know they try to. Have different Jack's personalities. Dad. That's who I'd be. It'd be Shannon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so full disclosure, I've only seen like a handful of episodes. I think it was in season one. Okay. And it was probably in the two thousand nine. Okay, so a long time ago. Yes. One thing I found is. I will make a joke and like moments later It'll one of the characters on will most say <laughs> no moments later one of the characters on the show would say something similar. <laughs> and so yeah. So you liked John Locke, but do you think you would beat the John Locke of our group? No, I would not be. <laughs> <laughs> would you be the Ben Linus of our group? Well he's in the other group. Oh, that's true. I'm oh, seeing you as kind of a Claire. Fun time Hurley. Oh. <laughs> Hurley. I was thinking about that. Fun time Hurley, you know, find some golf clubs and <laughs> He's he's a good one. I I I want to be Locke, but I honestly guys and you know, I I mean I'm a big fan of you uh, the show. I think we're just like whole group of doctor. I, I think we're all arts. Like every Oh no. <laughs> yeah. We would not be part that. of the group. <laughs> so you're gonna have to explain that though to, to people. Oh, uh uh Doctor Arts was the guy who shows up in the the at the end of season one who is kind of uh He's I, like a I'm school rem- teacher. He's a teacher and I think if I'm remembering correctly, he was the writer's uh, attempt to address this idea. Like there were all these people that crashed on the plane. How can we only care about these 12 people? And uh, so art shows up. It's like, Oh, we, we all have lives. Like who cares about you guys? Like he's just mad mm-hmm. at the main character for being the main characters. Right. And, uh, <laughs> he, he, uh, 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 something unexpected happens to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's a good way to explain that. He kind of, yeah, it on himself. You <laughs> <laughs> met a grisly end. <laughs> well, and he was such a know-it-all too, and he just talked down to everybody. Like, well, actually, oh. Mister Poles, he was a very <laughs> good character. Okay, oh. Mister Arts. I know what DVD was was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so Sawyer, that, that's who we Definitely. might we might be in real. Maybe life. we should run down what the who the characters are for. Okay. 
people that don't know the show as so well. Like, like, we character we would want. <laughs> I'm so lost. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. It's just like okay. people that watch the show. So let's we'll start with some of the main characters. There's Jack. He's a doctor. Yeah. He's got a hero complex. He's always got to, you know, save the yeah. day. And everybody looks to him when they have problems. Like He's kind of a natural leader, but. Yeah. And then you have Locke, who was a guy that. And you don't care if we spoil it, Master Zed, right? I mean, the show has no. been off the air for more than 10 years. <laughs> I know the final spoiler. I know okay. the so monster They're all spoiler. really polar bears. They're all Locke really is this polar guy yeah. that he was in a wheelchair. He couldn't walk. Um, he was but leg when he, disabled. Okay. What's that? Leg disabled? Yes. yes. Leg, leg disabled, yes. <laughs> but when he... They crash on the island. He miraculously gains the ability to walk. But you don't know that he was disabled previously for quite a while. Well, not until you get to his episode walkabout where you finally see through the flashbacks that, oh, look, he's in a wheelchair. And that's why he was in uh, Australia so that he could go on this walkabout. But they wouldn't let him because he couldn't walk. <laughs> not a rollabout. But anyway, he's... <laughs> He's got skills like for hunting. He's brought all these hunting knives with him. Um, he's got a very spiritual view of the island. He thinks everything that happens on the island happens for a reason. And he, in the he's first season, and he's bald. In the first season, especially, he's like helping the other characters with their redemption arcs. Mm. So, for example, he helps one of the characters, Charlie, with his drug addiction. And he's just, but he kind of gets himself in trouble sometimes because he's doing everything out of faith that the island is, you know, some, you know, good place. And and then you have Kate. Okay. And Charlie is uh, Mary. Okay. Yeah. yeah we'll go. We'll go to Charlie next. Hobbit. Yeah. He, so he's a bass player for a rock band, and he's addicted to drugs, and. uh yeah, he's played by the uh, what's his name Dominic Dominic Monaghan. Yeah, who played one of the hobbits in the Lord of the Rings? Yeah, and um, he's I don't know I don't know what else to say about him, but he's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, I I know he's Little Pole's favorite character. Okay, and then you have Kate, who's was a fugitive and was being extradited back to the United States. Um, she's basically good at everything, is what we've figured out watching the show again. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she's awesome at golf. She's a great tracker. Um, you name it, she's good at it. She's also a really good Jedi. Like Immediately, she picked up lightsaber. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. You're describing a very Sue, which is something that's come up and Oh, <laughs> more modern uh, oh, gotcha. movie stuff. And then you have a character named Hurley, who's an overweight guy, and he won the lottery, right? That yeah, was his thing. So he was in a mental institute where he heard uh, one of the crazy guys there repeating these same numbers over and over again. So he used those numbers and won the lottery. And then on the island, they keep running across these same numbers, and Whoa. so. Weird, but he's 
he's a real fun guy and just everybody likes him and just trying to make everything go smooth. Yeah, and he's he lets things drop accidentally in, in conversation and <laughs> he's also sometimes he feels like he's out of the loop, but he also you know, if he, he finds out something then everyone else finds out from him <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> It's like one of the characters is like, well, if you want to keep her secret, you don't tell the big guy. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was Arts that said that, but (laughs) Um, let's see. We've got Sawyer. Okay, Sawyer. Yeah, he's another main character. Um, This guy's a con man. And at the beginning of the show, you really can't stand the guy because he's kind of a redneck and he is always putting other people down. And um, he's just. It seems like he wants to be hated. Yeah. Um, horrible thing. He's also a hoarder. He likes to have control of everything. Like, he wants to have all the guns and all the medicine. And, you know, he's just... He wants to be in charge that way. But by the end of the show, um, he becomes a more likable character. Um, and there's kind of a love triangle between Sawyer, Kate, and Jack. And then you have Saeed, who's an Iraqi guy that um, he's really good with electronics and stuff. And so, um, you know, he's messing around with the radios that they find and stuff, trying to triangulate where the signal is coming from. Because one of the things is when they land on the island, they get a hold of the, the radio from the cockpit and they're trying to you know, get to high ground to find a signal. And the only signal they get is this French woman basically saying they're all dead and they figure out that the transmission's been going for 16 years. And Anyway, um, let's see. Then there's Jane. Boone and Shannon. Oh. So Boone and Shannon are these two step-siblings that um, Shannon's kind of flighty and airheaded and is just concerned about you know getting a tan on the beach and (laughs) everything she ends up having a relationship with Saeed Uh, Boone was a guy that tries to be a hero but he fails often and uh, he he ends up being Locke's sidekick for a little while before he dies (laughs) so Boone dies in the first season He's the first main character to die. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Michael. Yeah. Okay, you got Michael and Walt. So this father son. Yeah, this. You hadn't seen the son since the son was a baby. When since uh, Walt was a baby, but then the Walt's mother died, and his stepdad didn't want to take care of him because weird things happen around the kid, and so Walt. With, or Michael was taking Walt back to the States. And so Michael spends a lot of first season yelling, Walt, Walt, <laughs> trying to find his son. <laughs> and a lot of the second season, he's trying to find his son because um, his son gets kidnapped at, at the end of the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, Walt is 10, I think. Maybe a little bit older. I can't remember. Um, but he's... He's got some special abilities. Um, for one thing, he's really good at backgammon. <laughs> um, the other thing is, so 
he gets kidnapped by the others, which are these people that are already on the island when they get there. And one of the things that they were asking Michael when they were talking to him about Walt is, does he appear places that you don't expect him? (laughs) And that's one of the things after he's kidnapped, people started seeing him like Shannon saw him and Saeed saw him just like appear in the jungle. And usually he's talking backwards, (laughs) but it's, uh, yeah. And it almost seemed like things that he was thinking of would appear like, they got attacked by a polar bear one time, and right. he had a comic book that had polar bears in it. Um, yeah, and then there's uh, Jin and Sun, and they're a Korean couple. Um, Sun is the wife, and she knows English, but Jin doesn't know that he, she knows English. And uh, so they're kind of outsiders at first until they find out that Sun speaks English. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of suspicion that goes on. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's another thing I noticed about the show, watching it again. The first season, it's all about jumping to conclusions. Something bad happens. Oh, it must be so-and-so. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, the, the raft got burned. Oh, it must be Sawyer. You know? <laughs> and then the second season... Oh, I forgot what it was, but there was like a definite thing that kept happening in the second season. I should have wrote notes down for this, but (laughs) Um, yeah. Anyway. So for my, what I remember about the show is that there was a monster on the island. Right. I don't actually know if I got to the point where they actually figured out that it was a polar bear or not. <laughs> and right. I know well, it's a polar bear. It isn't a polar bear. There's it's not a polar bear? No. There okay. are polar bears, but that's different than the monster. Okay, so I definitely didn't get there. <laughs> so is do they just have a lot of do they kind of just do the you kind of said that they with some things where they pull a bait and switch on you right. so they'll like have all these things that seem like they might be supernatural or so the monster hard to is, explain the monster is supernatural because it's a smoke like black smoke and the first time we see it is when it grabs Locke and drags him across the ground and tries to pull him underground um, now we see that Locke has seen the monster earlier, but you don't see, you don't see the monster. You just see Locke looking at it. Mm-hmm. And he later tells somebody, I've, I've looked into the eyes of the Island and what I saw is beautiful and stuff like that. <laughs> so he's like all enamored with the Island and everything. Um, I thought they were like nanites for a long time. <laughs> so early on, um, I got like moved from- into part of. I got moved into a job where we work that was super boring. And most of the time I was basically just surfing the internet. (laughs) And that was about the time that lost came out. So I was like on the ABC lost, uh, message boards. And before we had seen the, that it was a black smoke monster. I had made the prediction that it was going to be a cloud of nanites. (laughs) <laughs> because one of my favorite books is Michael yeah, Crichton's Prey. book called Prey. 
mm-hmm. which is about you know this sentient cloud of nanites that can form into different things. And I thought it would totally make sense because it could form into polar bears. It could form into other things that they keep finding. Um, and then when we saw, I'm like, holy cow, it looks like it's a cloud of nanobots. <laughs> nanobots. Um, yeah, so the polar bear thing, the polar bear shows up a couple times. The first one, they're hiking through the jungle, and this polar bear charges them, and Sawyer kills it with a gun. And the second time, uh, Michael and Walt and Locke uh, have an encounter with a polar bear. Um, those are the two times in the first two seasons. I I don't remember if there's more polar bears after that. Well, they find polar bear related things. Yeah. And the odd thing about polar bears is they're on a tropical island. Right. Right. Mm. It is. So does so. it all come back to the final reveal at the very end of the show where stuff is tied into the like you said the kids got a book about polar bears and they keep showing up I'm assuming we can spoil the show since it's 10 years old so I it's the later seasons aren't as fresh in my mind because it's been over 10 years (laughs) (laughs) since I've seen them I can talk about the first two seasons um, because I had just I've just seen them. What about you, Brian? Do you remember much about how that all plays together? I um so much much like you, the later seasons are a little little bit of a blur to me. Except um, season five really stands out vividly in my mind, but that's just because I really went down a was that the, hole on the time travel stuff? Yeah, that was the time travel season. Oh, that delighted me to no end. I love the yeah. travel season. <laughs> yeah, I was trying. So I was talking to Little Pold and my son about the loss because they had seen it recently and they they watched it streaming. So, you know, they went through it a lot faster than I originally did because I was watching it as it came out week to week. And they didn't remember the time travel part. <laughs> oh no! I'm like what? You don't remember the time travel season? <laughs> so I I feel like that that's um, something I've thought about a lot. Actually, is the the way people experience the show now on streaming? It's just like uh, popping episodes one after the other. So you just blow through seasons in like a weekend. Where it's right. like, no, no, no! You have to live with this cliffhanger and think about it. Oh, right. <laughs> you have to go to message board and discuss it for a week. Exactly. They so, totally ruined all your theories. <laughs> so uh, uh, you're rewatching it with with your family. So has everyone seen it before? Is anybody's first? Yeah, time? yeah, we've all seen it before. Okay. See, uh, I'm I've been watching it. Uh, I've started. We've only like gotten four episodes deep, but my fiance and I have been watching it, and she's never seen it. Oh. So it's really difficult for me. Because uh, I don't want to like <laughs> fall into like uh, loss explaining things, where I'm like, oh, right. you notice uh, uh, Sawyer's <laughs> reading Turn of the Screw. That's probably interesting for some reason, right? It's like, <laughs> like no, no, I don't, I don't want to hear about your message board stuff. Like, it's a thing that uh, you know shows up in the show for one frame and never <laughs> thought about again. Right. Yeah, my wife turns to me constantly, asking me stuff about it, and it's like. I know she's seen it before, so it's not like super spoiler to tell her, but 
some of the stuff I'm like, ah, just wait a couple minutes and you'll find out. <laughs> and I think their favorite thing is when we, because we have it on DVD, is we pull up the next DVD and it's got four episode titles. I'm like, oh, I remember what happens in that episode. And then I'll say like really cryptic things, you know, two for the road. Oh, okay. Uh, interesting. <laughs> what could that mean? I know what happens at the end of that episode. Yeah. <laughs> mm, what, what Kate did. I wonder what we find out in this episode. <laughs> or I'm like, oh, this is the one with the horse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. <laughs> the only thing is, I only have the first two seasons on DVD, so now I have to probably buy some used ones on Amazon or something. I guess there's an option to watch it on a- Amazon Prime, but it has commercials. Oh, no. Because so, one of the discs in season one was damaged, so it got it played one and a half episodes, and then it just stopped. Well, I've got the first season if you need to borrow it. No, I already went through it. Oh, okay. So we... Watched it on with commercials for a couple episodes. <laughs> but yeah, it's there's a lot of mystery in the show, and I know some people were upset that not all of the loose ends got tied up, but I think enough of them did. Yeah, and I, I over the years I've taken uh, I've taken com- like a weird comfort in the things that don't get resolved, where I think like. Oh yeah, that second outrigger. Who was in that? I guess we'll never know, but it doesn't right. matter. <laughs> or why was Libby in the mental institute? Oh right, I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, that was one thing that was, you know, as soon as she died, they're both like, "Oh, I can't, I, I don't remember her dying this early." It's like because the episode before that, you find out, "Oh, she was in the mental institute with Hurley." So and then she dies, and you're like, "There's yeah. no resolution." <laughs> right, right. So I think I think in my I just settled on the head cannon. Uh, did did we all just decide that Libby? Okay, let me let me let me try to remember. Hurley seeing uh, Dave at the right. like he thinks that he's like not real, but later we find out that Hurley sees dead people. So I think we decided that Dave was Libby's husband, and that's why she's there. Like she had that's a break. Right. That's right, because when. Because we did see her like the next episode in a flashback with Desmond, where she gives him the boat that he sails to get to the island. Yeah, that's right. That's and right. she mentions her husband's name, Dave. Yeah, so that's that's <laughs> canon. That's all that was. <laughs> yeah, uh, Master Zed, if you're probably lost. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm all that just, it up. But, it just sounds um, like gibberish. Mentioning Dave all over the place. There's this episode that just shows up in the middle called Dave and Hurley who was, you know, the guy that was Uh from the mental Institute. He, he sees this guy named Dave just, you know, standing there in the group. And he's like, what the heck? And he's chasing him through the jungle. Most of the episode. And in the flashback, we see him in the mental Institute with this guy named Dave, but it turns out that Dave was an imaginary friend of Hurley, uh, the doctor even like takes a picture of the two of them together and then shows it to Hurley. See, it's only you. You're by yourself. And the way they they shoot the episode, it's all like sixth sense type stuff. Where that's what I was going to ask. Is he's uh, like, well, throw me the foot, throw me the basketball. Um, <laughs> Cole from Sixth Sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, so like the, Dave's like asking, yeah, throw me the basketball. And then they throw it to Hurley. He's like, yeah, throw it to the guy that's not even playing, you know. But then at the end of the episode, he finally confronts Dave in the jungle. And Dave tells him, you, you, you're you still in the mental institute. This is all, you know, in your brain, you know, <laughs> telling him the only way that he can wake up is to jump off the cliff. Oh, and well. so it's like you start thinking. Is Dave right? Is this all in Hurley's head? <laughs> Seems plausible. Yeah, he's got a big a... head, so <laughs> could fit in there. But he's like, "Yeah, you've been here two months and you haven't lost any weight, you know." And of course, <laughs> this cute girl, you know, is interested in you. It's it's all in your head. <laughs> oh, that's not a very good friend. That's an imaginary enemy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I liked about um, Mandalorian was getting back to episodic television where you had to wait and <laughs> stew in your mind over what's going to happen next. And then the payoff when stuff goes the way that is awesome. That's Although streaming's nice too because you can stop the wait. <laughs> yeah. Lost was the last show that I watched over broadcast TV. Me too. <laughs> I actually, when we moved up to our current town, we bought a little antenna so that we could watch Lost. <laughs> I yeah. enjoy watching shows week to week because if I try to binge watch stuff, I find I totally lose mm-hmm. interest after like the second episode. I just am not paying attention anymore. Yeah. Yeah, what we do is we'll we'll watch an episode a a day maybe. And then sometimes we'll take a break between seasons just to kind of not get worn out on stuff. But it is nice to have it available to stop and start as you want. Yeah, you don't have to schedule your life around the when the episode drop or yeah. comes out. Oh, it's, it's on Tuesday at 7. <laughs> so, I don't know if you have Hulu, Mr. Pold, but seasons 3 and 4 are on Hulu. Or, and 5 and 6 are all on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, I think I'd seen that, that they were on there, but I hadn't looked them up yet. Probably with commercials, though, right? Well depending on what Hulu you have. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot they do that. All right, so, Brian, you had something to pitch or I, so, tell us about? I, it's in, the, it's, uh, in the very early stages, um, but... Episode and maybe and, <laughs> Well, you know, no, no, no. Uh, not, not that early. That's in, like, pre-early stages. Um, although... Yeah, we can talk more about that later if you want to. That's uh, that's that's a weird side project where uh, every uh, every so often Ben's like, "We're recording this for the hundredth episode." I'm like, "Okay, great, let's put it in the vault." And one day it's going to be <laughs> this like day long podcast that nobody's going to listen to. Oh, I listen to it. Um, uh, so I I'll kind of put this out um, and kind of gauge your guys' reaction. Uh, I was thinking. What if we? What if uh, my fiance and I did a, a lost podcast from the perspective of uh, 
a, you know, a couple where one person's seen the whole thing and then one person's like new to it. Um, mm. So you kind of get that dual, um, you know, that, that dual point of view where I can kind of, you know, gauge her opinions. on like, Oh, where, what do you think is in that hatch? Let's, well, you know, let's talk about different theories. And then like, <laughs> the hard part would be me not just saying like uh, Dharma initiative, Dharma initiative. Uh, <laughs> like you're so stupid. You didn't get that. <laughs> oh, well, here's why the bird said Hurley. You're supposed to wait until the epilogue to find out. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I actually, that's funny because when they were walking through the jungle, I'm like, oh, is this the part with the Hurley bird? And right as I was saying that, the bird came down and they missed it. Yeah. Oh, no. Get I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Hurley bird, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Anyway, I so it seems like the episodes would devolve into you like like oh, uh, I I can't tell you that because I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd have to we'd have to try to avoid that. I I do think if we did go through the project, I would hide the titles, and make her guess the title, um, uh, make the her episodes. guess blood on their their hands every week. Oh. I mean, he uh, it was, that was almost right once, right? <laughs> <laughs> there was an episode where they said that. I'm like, it's, oh, oh, I do remember that. I remember just Chris's face lighting up like uh, like a child on Christmas. He's like, ah, oh, they they said it. Did you? And I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing on your Lost Unlocked podcast is, is where you didn't you were so avoidant of spoilers that you wouldn't even look at the episode title. <laughs> and then, then you were able to guess, try to guess the title on your podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we so, were usually way off. Good times. <laughs> yeah. And, so if we're going to just steal the format completely, I suppose then one of us should uh, try to recap the entire show in 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a question of the week. I, I'm just spitballing here. I need to actually run this by her to get it approved. <laughs> It'd be funny if you'd have if each of you tried to, you know, recap it in fifteen seconds. Ooh, like dueling recaps from each other. We so could also get guest others. recappers. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> then you could get like the recap from the new watchers perspective and the recap from the guy that has seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just point out like the super important things and oh, we we finally like, see the Dharma. Oh, there's it's a oh. whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I I'm just very excited about like digging into the the minutia that uh, like an average viewer wouldn't care about. Where I'm like, no, no, let's talk about why everything in the the hatch is old, except this washer and dryer. That's interesting, right? Like, <laughs> why, why the new washer and dryer? <laughs> or you try to you know draw the the map that Locke finds in the episode Lockdown. Oh, the map. Yeah. Oh, a lot of great. See who exciting things. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just thinking about all the cool things ahead. Is there anything, uh, Mr. Pold, that um, you're looking forward to revisiting? Any particular episode or arc that you're like, oh, guys, can't wait until we get to expose. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it's the time travel season. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, I love the time I'm like, travel oh, season. Oh, I can't too. wait to. And what was that guy's name? Faraday? Was he one? Yeah, Faraday. Oh, I, I was trying to remember his name, and I'm like, oh, guys, remember that one? And they 
couldn't get it and I couldn't remember his name, but yeah. it finally came to me. Uh, everything he said was a whisper, but also a question. I'm like, I love it. it's, it's funny because I'm like, after we finished season two, I'm like, well, do you guys remember this that's coming up? No. <laughs> like, do you remember Frank Lapidus in the helicopter? No. <laughs> oh, he was cool. Like, you guys remember not Penny's boat, right? Oh yeah, we remember that. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, the big the big things. Mm. Yeah, I, I I guess I also have to worry about devolving into like that uh SNL Chris Farley show sketch where I'm like, remember remember when uh when <laughs> we found out Locke used to be in a wheelchair before the island? That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> remember when Locke pushed the donkey wheel? That was awesome. Oh the donkey wheel. Oh just <laughs> I love. I just love us throwing out increasingly like insane <laughs> phrases, <laughs> and then uh, I'm just imagine people who haven't seen it thinking like, "Are they making this up now?" Like when they say "frozen donkey wheel," that can't be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> or the four-toed statue. Oh, the four. Or the rattlesnake in the mailbox, guys. Remember that one? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that was that that no that one that was too deep. That's uh, that okay. was the that was the code phrase that Damon and Carlton used for the final se- scene of season three. Oh, we're like, oh, okay. the rattlesnake in the mailbox. <laughs> I do remember what the one snowman said to the other snowman. All oh, right, that's right. <laughs> Smells like carrots. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. It's too much fun. <laughs> So, send us an email to tell us what other shows you want us to reminisce about. If you guys do Monk, I'll come back for that one, too. Oh, you know what? I haven't seen any Monk. Maybe I should watch it, and then we oh, could yeah, do a really? podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. like de- de- During like peak, uh, peak uh, shutdown, uh, uh, I, we were watching a lot of Monk, and I'm like, no, Monk, Monk had it right. You know, he was always washing his hands. Keeping socially distancing, it just makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I just remember Tony Shalhoub from that show called Wings. Oh, of course, yeah. He's so, great in that, too. He's also a really good alien in Men in Black. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he was good in uh, Galaxy Quest as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's great in Galaxy <laughs> Quest. <laughs> are, guys, are, are we doing a Tony Shalhoub podcast now? I think we should do that. that, too. <laughs> We'll save, save it for the Shalhoub podcast, though. <laughs> All right, I think I think we've talked enough about Lost. Maybe not. Probably more than our listeners want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> um, People should go watch it. I'm I think I it now. so I got a text message during the show, and it sounds like I need to clarify some things from last podcast. <laughs> Oh. When we had my brother-in-law on the show as a guest. Well, He's earlier. Not actually your brother-in-law? No, he is. <laughs> but in the banter section, I was talk, telling a story that involved my brother-in-law. It was not the same brother-in-law. Um, in fact, it was the brother of my first wife <laughs> in the story. So just so there's oh. no confusion. Um, yeah. I didn't realize that. I didn't think about that when I was telling the story about my... Uh, brother-in-law and the stolen license plates. So. Right. Mm. 
Obviously, anyway. it was memorable because we all <laughs> remember exactly what we talked about last week. Oh, he was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, I, I, I do remember the license plate thing. Which remember. is funny because St. Jimmy remembers better than we do. I know. And he wasn't even here. Maybe he listened. Probably. Oh, yeah. no, but when I listened to it, I knew who he was talking about. Oh. Yeah, I think he probably knows the story. No, this was a brother-in-law named Sam that was not is no longer my brother-in-law. He's just a guy I know named Sam now. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> but some of my current brother-in-laws do listen to the show, and I think that's they may have uh, said something to my wife for oh. her to... They were like... Was that X3. you? And they're like, no, is that you? No, is that you? Which, which one was he talking which, about? Which one of you's lying? <laughs> which one used to live with him? None of them. <laughs> I just know Sam is the guy that was in my fantasy football league for a year or two. Right, yeah, he was in fantasy football with us. Consumption. Consumption. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I need to get vaccinated against consumption. Is there such a thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, you just get rid of the internet. Oh. oh. And you can't watch anything. You can That's read true. stuff. He has lost on. I have lost on DVD. I can watch the first two seasons over and over and over again. Well, not all of season one. That's true. Yeah, there's a disc in the middle that's only halfway watchable. I had a. Battlestar Galactica season one on DVD, but my dog got mad at me and decided to eat oh, or chew up one. Also. But she destroyed disc two. <laughs> so I could watch the first three episodes and I had to skip to episode <laughs> six or something. Oh. <laughs> All right. Ooh, so is, I watched, oh. is Battlestar Galactica the next lost? Ooh, I would talk about Battlestar Galactica if yeah, that'd be a good show. Now, that show, I had to be careful um, streaming it. If you watch too many in a row, you kind of get depressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <this laughs> like with Dad. <laughs> you need to mix it in with something that's happier. Like, I don't know, what's a happy show? Uh, Parks and like, Rec. Yeah, Parks and Rec, maybe just back and forth, or IT Crowd. Misery. Like, oh. <laughs> Misery. <laughs> So I watched a show that was kind of weird called oh, the Jojo one. Rabbit. Yeah, I liked it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I really liked it. It was really funny until a certain point. You're like, oh, that's really, really bad and depressing. <laughs> well, it's funny because so basically, it's about this ten year old kid in Nazi Germany whose imaginary friend is Hitler. <laughs> yeah, and. In the beginning, Hitler's all fun and games and everything, but he gets pretty mean <laughs> by the end. <laughs> but it, it kind of follows the, the kid's um, realization of 
you know, how bad things actually are, you know, so. But it was, it was, it was made by that guy that did the Thor Ragnarok movie. What's his name? Taika Waititi. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Taika Waititi. He sounds like a Jawa. He also plays Hitler in the movie. Yeah. Waititi. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I really liked it. It, there was, it was pretty interesting. There was some weird stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Sam Rockwell is in it, and he's hilarious. Yeah. And other than that, I've just been watching Lost. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I watched Shadow and Bone Season 1. It's pretty interesting. This alternate world, I guess, where there's people called Grisha that have power over different things like there's some of them that can control fire waterbenders healthbenders some of them can virus benders affect your heart oh heartbenders but there's this one powerful guy that can control shadow and at some point somebody with that power had created this huge shadow wall through the middle of the country and separated the country and to get through, there's these creatures in there that will kill you. And so there's not much commerce going on. And there's this hope that someday a light bender will show up. And so, like, all the kids get tested at a certain age. But there's this girl that got out of the test somehow and she ends up being a light bender and so it's different groups trying to get a hold of her for different purposes and stuff it's pretty interesting it's good that's on netflix it is a netflix series yes um i watched an amazon series called the boys season one. Oh yeah it's got uh carl urban in it yep so it's about people with superpowers also, but this is more like a modern day, not like a steampunk era. And it's kind of the dark side of corporate superheroism. <laughs> There's this company that kind of has under contracts the biggest name superheroes. And there's a lot of like, movies and press and showing off and deals and stuff, but none of them are really good people. No. (laughs) kind of, it shows they're very flawed. So, you know, they say power corrupts. It appears to hold sway in that, but it's about AC unit in your truck. Yeah. (laughs) There's, So there's this guy whose girlfriend gets killed accidentally by one of the superheroes and he kind of gets recruited into a group that's going after the superheroes. So it's pretty pretty good. It's kind of raunchy and a lot of bad language and some gore, but I uh, I liked it. There's another season we haven't started yet. We're, you know, taking the, our little mid or you know between season interseason 
break before we start the next one. And I read a book. It was uh, it's a young adult book. Good night, Moon. Oh. <laughs> me by my daughter. That's a really young. <laughs> young no, it's, it's for like teenagers. It's uh, called Mage Mother, and it's about this. <clears throat> I thought it was MAGA mother, like a maggot mother type thing. Oh, gross. <laughs> uh, it's about this girl that kind of gets summoned into an alternate world, and it's a world of magic, and she has to help the king's son unravel some stuff that's going on. That's uh, it was pretty good. There's the book I have has all three of the books in it, plus a novella that fits in between some of them. So I'm continuing to read it. It's it's pretty well written. Oh, that's me. Yeah, you're next. <laughs> I watched a really good movie from 2002, directed by Bob or Rob Bowman, called Fire or Rain of Fire. Mm. Oh, that's one of my faves. Yeah, that's got a. Uh, it's got uh, Chris uh, Christian Bale. Bale. Christian Bale, yeah. Matt, Matthew McConaughey and a really, really young Gerard Butler. Oh, he looks really young in it, anyways. I oh, guess that's yeah. 18, 19 years ago, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, Dragons. The, yep. The premise is this: um, in London, they're digging this tunnel, and they hit this cave. And it turns out there's a dragon in the cave. And the dragon comes out um, into the world. And, like, really quickly, there's just thousands of dragons. And the world quickly devolves into post-apocalyptic people barely surviving. Um, and there's an enclave of people that are surviving in this. Kind of have that stuff like a castle. And then the American military man played by Matthew McConaughey, shows up with a tank and a helicopter and with claims of being able to kill dragons. And it kind of goes from there. Um, it's really good. I yeah. remember seeing it in the theater. We went to a midnight showing of it, I think. Um, it, isn't it set in the year 2020? It is. <laughs> Which is funny, because there's a, yeah, it's like a metaphor for what happened. <laughs> yeah, when all the dragons came out and... You know, <laughs> You had to hide inside. We all missed it because we were in our houses. <laughs> right. The dragons come out like, wait, there's no one to, to burn. One thing I did catch this time, and I didn't catch the other time I've seen it, which I've seen it several times, was the dragons just, they eat ash. Mm-hmm. Which is why they want to burn you. From so you Pokemon? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was dirty. <laughs> I didn't even watch Pokemon. <laughs> So this is a really good movie. I'd check it out if you haven't seen it. There's a really fun part where they're um, play, you know, have a play for the kids, where they're playing a, a specific um, iconic scene from Star Wars. Like, <laughs> it's really good. Um, so check that out. Unless you're afraid of dragons, then don't check that out because it's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Lousy with dragons. The next movie I watched was uh, Master and Commander, which is the first time I'd ever seen it. Don't um, watch it if you're afraid of boats. That's right. It's about... Um, <laughs> or coats. It's about two and a half hours long. And, uh... No. I think that's why I haven't seen it. 
It's I really good. A DVD. It's worth a watch. I, I, I have it on it DVD is, too. It's definitely better than I thought it would be. And I've heard it was really good. And I just haven't watched it. And I just finally was like, okay, I got to watch it now. And I, I enjoyed it. It stars Russell Crowe. And then the, another guy that I, for half the movie, I'm like, who is that guy? His voice sounds so familiar. It looks, and it's uh, Paul Bettany. Mm-hmm. Oh, plays yeah. Vision. Vision. <laughs> yeah. And so when it finally from, hit me, uh, Night's like, Tale. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, he's also from that. He but when it finally Charleston. hit me, who it was, it's like I relaxed and I could enjoy the movie. <laughs> this is bothering me so much. Also, has uh, the other Hobbit, Billy Boyd. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he was in it. <laughs> I thought for a second it was, I don't know, I knew it was one of the Hobbits, and I couldn't remember which one when I saw him on there. Um, but it's a really good look at um, sailing. You know, the British military in the early 1800s. So check that out. Um, the, uh, my son and I continued our Fast and the Furious weekly marathon. With I see Tokyo you made Drift. the decision. <laughs> yes, he, he made the decision. I gave him the option. Okay. Um, and I think we might actually go with uh, your brother-in-law's option of watching it both places. Twice. Oh, there you go. I don't know. It, um, I enjoyed it. It was really good. Um, I don't know. This kid really does have an attitude problem. You're like, what would you do if you had a, if you were the parent of this kid that you know drives his souped-up muscle car through a housing development under construction and just destroys yeah. everything? He just has a very bad temper. Which there's a story arc there, and he doesn't prove. Ship him to Tokyo. <laughs> they're, they're used to. Monsters destroying the place. Oh, right. oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not created by radioactive waste, though, or whatever. I feel oh. like the that uh, that particular one does did something that I don't think I usually like, which is the main character is not doesn't they don't establish you having any reason to like them. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then, for the movie, I have a hard time caring about any consequences they have because I don't care about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's but. that might be my favorite Fast and Furious movie, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so my one of my favorite parts is the very beginning. He's racing um, Zachary Ty Bryan, who's that kid from uh, Home Improvement. Home Improvement. Um, they just. That kid you'd love to hate. It's not going to help you like this kid, I guess. But like even I just like his accent. I mean, but basically, <laughs> they're racing for Zachary's girlfriend. And at one point, when uh, Lucas Black's character, Sean, is winning, she like looks at her boyfriend and is like, I thought you loved me. <laughs> but then they're in the hospital after. This is my favorite part. And they're all beat up, and he's just got this like silly grin on his face. And she looks at him, and he smiles, and his teeth are all covered in blood. <laughs> and she's got like a scraped up forehead and bruised. <laughs> she's just like, dude, you're just totally not getting that. <laughs> I don't care what she said about the race. Um, it was very funny. And I like the uh, his friend in the they meets in Tokyo with the little green Volkswagen. Um, it's almost like the size of like my XP. Mm-hmm. It's got like Hulk themed, it's got like like actual extrusions of fists coming out of the side. <laughs> I think that's funny. Um, 
But yeah, it still sucks every time you see... Oh, spoiler alert. When Han <laughs> dies in it. Although, if you like Han's character, you could have watched him in like five other movies. <laughs> after this. Yeah, like when Han died in episode seven. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> well, this is like, you know, on a golf course where you have holes that are like uh, par three slash four. Mm-hmm. Depending on if you're a woman golfer. Any issue to 10? Yeah. Oh. This is, this is fast. <laughs> Fast and Fear is three slash seven, so okay, <laughs> it counts as well. Um, yeah, this one is another one where I remember watching where I watched it. We were in Florida. Um, we went to this radio guy's like live show there, my wife and I, and we went to Universal. And one of the nights we went to a theater that served food, and we watched this movie. Um. <laughs> Which is weird. I remember where they watched the very first Fast and the Furious, and that was a poll, I think, in Utah. And I remember commenting on a specific car that we were standing by in lines that were waiting out in the parking lot. There was a long line. And there was a particular car that had, like, solar panels that would turn the AC on while it was sitting in the parking lot, so it was cooled. <laughs> These are weird things that attached to my memory. Is that the uh, Audi? Uh, I don't remember yeah, that at all. <laughs> it, was Audi. it was an Audi. But you don't remember that at all. I don't. <laughs> But I would love to do a Fast and Furious podcast. <laughs> uh, Brian, you're a fan of Fast and Furious, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, ben and I are big fans. I'm going to have to back your play saying that uh, three might be the best. I, I just really enjoy that. <laughs> top My favorite still two. I love two. I don't. I really like that one. Um, my son keeps on complaining because we have all of these movies on blu-ray except for one of them i think four <laughs> he's like we need to get that one that's like but i've been straight i'm trying to get them so i can stream them because uh my playstation 4 got unplugged and the kids have a playstation 5 and i've yet to use it and i don't really know where the disc goes <laughs> you're afraid to ask them yeah i don't want to look stupid youtube There's a video. speaker he's an old guy he's over but, 40 so I found the movie and set it next to the TV because my other son was watching something. I was like, "We're gonna, we're gonna watch this," and then I went and sat on the couch. And then when he was done, I was like, "Hey, why don't you just put that disc in for me?" <laughs> <laughs> and luckily, the controls are the same. Like the circle button controls the play, except for when you're on the main menu, then you have to hit X to get it to hit the play thing, which seems odd. Hmm. Um. Anyway, and then I started this. Uh, but I gotta go back and watch one of the last episodes because I fell asleep on the couch watching it today. That's called The Irregulars. It's a Netflix series. Um, it's basically a group of street kids that are working for, but there's like lots of supernatural stuff. But they're working. They don't get for, enough fiber. Right. <laughs> I think that's probably it. I've never seen them use the bathroom yet in the show, so <laughs> they're really irregular. But they're working for. Um, Sherlock Holmes and Watson. But so far you've always seen Watson, other than you've seen Sherlock Holmes' feet. But, Which it really is the best way to see him. Right. <laughs> but I don't I don't like the main character. Oh yeah. If if yeah, I'm watching a fine, show I don't like and, the main character. She's kind of a bully that yeah, thinks that she knows best for everybody and I don't know. She's so, yeah, Sherlock I've, Holmes. I've turned well, shows off because I didn't like the main character. <laughs> That's how we lose most of our listeners. Wait, oh. which one of us is the main character? 
<laughs> I didn't uh, know people hate me. You'll have to find out. That's a cliffhanger. Oh, oh and I, I I just bought the the Gray Man novel four. Nice. And <laughs> I stayed too late listening reading that last night. <laughs> well, I finally finished Buffy the Vampire Slayer show. Oh, nice. Watched the last episode of the last season. It was great. Does she ever slay the vampire? Uh, I think she slays lots of them. There's <laughs> oh. a plethora of <laughs> I have not seen the show. Vampires. I've seen the like musical episode. That was my favorite, I think. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Um, I thought they did a good job wrapping it up. And the way they kind of addressed is had that thing where they set up such a big bad guy that you don't see how they can reasonably come up with some solution based on what you've seen them do in the past to <laughs> beat them. And the solution was very unique and I thought worked really like well. Heroes. Heroes is that way. Their bad guy was got really too bad. big. Yeah, yeah, turned out to be a, actually a Vulcan, which is really strange. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, if you haven't seen it, I I would recommend it. I think the early seasons are probably where it's better on a week to week basis because it was the tone was just so much lighter and it was a lot more fun of a show. Yeah, and probably season five and on, it got kind of. I don't know. I haven't tried to kind watch Angel evil. after that. I tried. We gave up after. I like didn't make episodes. it very far. Yeah. We were going to do the thing where you, you can watch them back and right. forth and oh. it's chronological. Yeah. In the show, but we gave up. And that's actually <laughs> when we stopped with... watching Buffy for probably a <laughs> year because we got tired of Angel and then oh. moved back to it. <clears throat> Yeah, we tried that with Flash and Arrow, and something else was tied in there. But I got sick Super of the Girl whole, or something. the whole thing. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think we even made it that far. But they came up with this other Legends of DC show uh, or something, and it was not good. I think I stopped watching Arrow once every single character became a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If we're all superheroes, there's no superheroes. You're right. <laughs> well, you're either a superhero or a supervillain. True. Uh, so I finished watching Westworld Season 3 this oh. week. Um, I really liked it. I I really liked Season 1. Um, season 2 kind of lost me because there was a ton of flashbacks. Like 50% of the show mm. was flashback. And I was losing track. Any of, flash forwards? <laughs> I was just flash losing sideways. track of what timeline I was flash in dance. while watching. Um, Those are flashcards. You gotta make flashcards. <laughs> yeah, flashback flashcards. Um, and season three was much more linear mm. storytelling. It was really good. Um, it ended. I Is feel that the like, last season? Uh, no, I think okay. they're making season four. It's not out yet. Season four's not out yet, but uh, they 
each season has ended with kind of a big event and then the show has taken big shifts. Um, so Westworld season one takes place in Westworld as the name might imply, which is very similar to the movie. Um, like Tokyo drift. Yeah. Takes place in uh, drift. Oh, <laughs> snow drift. Snow drift. Um, but yeah, Westworld's good. It's great acting. Um, kind of a unique. The world building is uh, a lot more fleshed out in the later seasons. <laughs> good pun. Yeah. Uh, and then last night I watched a movie. It's a uh, released in theaters and on HBO Max at the same time, called "Those Who Wish Me Dead," which was starring Angelina Jolie. Okay, someone told me that. Um, she's a firefighter, like a oh. jump, smoke jump, jumper, smoke jumper. Yeah, I saw the, the preview called. for that, and I really wanted to see it. So she's got PTSD and is having some issues and ends up kind of just working in one of the fire watchtowers because of some stuff that happened and um, she ends up helping a kid that is in trouble and there are assassins and it's got uh, what's his Bucket, the Punisher dude, John Bernthal, Berenthal, whatever his name is, from the Punisher. The name that the, we notoriously can't pronounce on the show. Is he one of those Berenthal bears? Yeah. <laughs> see the guy also from uh, The Walking Dead? Yeah, uh, season one. Okay. Maybe. He's got the big nose. Shane. But, yeah. Um, it was good for what it was i i don't know i think i'd give it like a six and a half rating out of 13 out of what was the... my normal 12 oh okay. was, just kidding the pun rating on this? <laughs> there any puns uh awake to tune <laughs> it was pretty engaging i there okay. wasn't very much boring so the cryptitude was was low yeah but um, it was good action. It kind of none of the characters you really cared that much about, hmm. but it was interesting. It was a good watch. If you've got HBO Max, Brian, do you have what you've been watching? Uh, well, let's see. For my consumption, I haven't been watching much. I picked up a a new book earlier this week. I've been enjoying. Um, it's called The Anthropocene Reviewed, and it's based oh, on a podcast. You guys, I love that podcast. Yeah. Yes, I am. Okay, cool. So it's really, uh, most of it comes from the podcast, but it's expanded upon. So uh, this guy reviews different facets of the, the human uh, planet on a five-star scale, and the topics vary wildly from things like... Uh, <laughs> Canadian geese to diet Dr. Pepper to air conditioning. Um, and he, he, he puts together these long essays that are a really good mix of um, humorous and thoughtful and, uh, you know, sometimes surprisingly moving. And then the part I really like is um, 
moments where he gets to the end of a segment and he ends by saying something ridiculous like, I give viral meningitis one star. So I just, I <laughs> yes. highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. The, that is, you recommend uh, that, the viral meningitis or the, oh. <laughs> or the podcast? <laughs> and the, the, the podcast in the book. Okay. Interesting. We'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, I had a f- coworker recommend it to me. Uh, based on a particular episode and I have I think I've listened to all of them now nerd cred I think I covered mine in the uh, 3D printing would, would solid anyone edge be design. interested in playing a like D&D style role playing game that was lost based oh I yes alright just curious you know, you know, put one together <laughs> I was thinking about it <laughs> I definitely would play I was thinking that'd be cool if they had like a video game of lost you know like along the lines of like Arkham Knight or something where yeah. you play as one of the characters, and that would have been cool. They develop like, you know, D and D style character sheets for each of the characters, and you could pick one to play. That'd be cool. Or we can make your own, I guess. One of the unknown characters that's on the plane. Like the what were the names of the those characters from the expose one? Nikki and Paolo. Yeah, there you go, Nikki and Paolo. Sure, I'd I'd want to be Scott or Steve. Which one? Uh, I well, it's important one. that you choose because one of them dies. <laughs> <laughs> or do they? Oh, you could make different choices. That's true. Don't they all die? They're all dead already. No. So. Some of them lived happily ever after. Like Rose and Bernard, right? I mean, everyone don't dies say eventually. Ask me, right? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> well, how long has it been since they the, the ended? Two thousand ten. A lot of characters are probably dead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that, it'd, it'd be a lot of work probably to set something up, up like that, but it might especially be if you run them through the exact same like progression of events on the island, but the, things change depending on what the characters actually your characters yeah, that'd do. Be interesting. You have to keep track of where they are in time. Like, uh oh. Joanna's drowning. Who's what's going to happen? Who's going to yeah, go save her? Fun. I can walk on water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my roommates got a new cooperative board game called Legendary, and it is a Marvel cooperative game. Oh, you know, I think I've played that before. So they have been playing Charlie and. Uh, Tyler and Kimmy have been playing that the last couple nights and I have not really been in the mood for playing board games so I 
haven't. I was watching some TV. Um, why I had consumption this week, <laughs> <laughs> but they we went on a run after work and played a game. So I had played it before, but it's been probably five years, maybe. And it's cooperative, but you can win by like when you defeat the villains, they give you victory points. So, so and if you want to play a solo version, just play Captain Marvel because they don't need anyone else. well so they had all played the last couple nights and i just came in and was like ah whatever yeah i can figure out how to play it with you guys and i ended up winning the game i think the other people had like four six and nine victory points respectively Mm -hmm. i had 21 Whoa, 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 you blew out water. <laughs> Were you Captain Marvel? No. <laughs> I did get Iron Man, multiple Iron Man cards that let you draw additional cards. Oh, so you have different... So I was getting it so I would get be able to draw like three cards, three extra cards, and oh. then I beat one of the bad guys, and his reward was starting with three extra cards. Wow. So at one point I had double the number of cards to start with, the normal... Um, but yeah, it was fun. They're playing it currently <laughs> while we're mm-hmm. podcasting. <laughs> cool. Brian, any nerd cred? Uh, the closest thing I have is I recently, uh, completed my childhood dream of getting all 120 stars in Mario 64. So that was very oh, exciting. Nice. That is good. Cool. Cool. All right, we got a comment on Facebook about last week's episode. Uh, Neil Orangepeel said, if you're interested in Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix, there's a short interview with the creator, Mark Miller. And he put a link. It's in a podcast. Oh, nice. Cool. So, yeah. Thanks, Neil. Thanks, Neil. If you want that link, go to our our Facebook and uh, look at the comment on Episode 430. I've almost started that TV show several times. (laughs) You can't figure out how to work the TV? No, I've been having a hard time picking something to watch. In fact, I started watching something earlier and then shut it off because I was like, eh. (laughs) Well, now that we're done with Buffy, it opened up. Charlie didn't want to start any new shows when we only had like three episodes of out of a hundred and something episodes of Buffy to watch. (laughs) So we're free. (laughs) All right. If you want to contact us and let us know if you've finished Buffy, send an email to engineeryshow at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook like Neil did or hit us up on Twitter. Just search for engineery show on those platforms and check out our website, theengineeryshow.com where you can get a t-shirt or click our Amazon link. Thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. Live long and nerdy. You have been and always shall be my friends. Bye. You know, so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can tell it.
guitars are made of trees With some metal for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so, you've seen it all before Stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Walt! (laughs) (laughs) Most guitars are made of trees With some metal for the strings And some frets and tuny things most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. People play them while they sing. Some are dull and some just ring. Most guitars are made of trees. song most guitars are made of trees is by greg gibbs lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.